Hello, everybody. Welcome. This is the podcast Woman and Mythology, and I'm your host, Maria. In today's episode, we will start talking about the Ugly Duckling story, a story about finding one's pack, finding belonging, and belonging as blessing. The story of Han Christian Andersen, the Ugly Duckling, is a story that advocates for finding its own kind. If you haven't heard this story yet, I invite you and strongly recommend you that you return one episode and listen to the tale. When working with mythology, it's so important that we truly listen to the stories and that we let them come alive in us, not just analyze them as words stuck in a page. So return to the previous episode if you haven't heard it yet, or if you have, return to that space that you were when you listened to the tale. How did it feel in your body when you were going through the story of the ugly duckling? Which part of the story did truly come alive to you? Which was the part that touched you deeply? Which was the symbol, the image that spoke to you? These are all paths to our soul. So now that you have connected with the tale, let's look at some overall elements. This story encourages outsiders to hang on until they find their own. It is a root story, which means it's a story that is essential for human development. Without this kind of integration, the one that happens in the story of the ugly duckling, development cannot happen. Further progress cannot prosper in oneself. This is perhaps why this story is so popular, and it's also a bedtime story for children. And this myth also promises that everyone has a soulful family and a soulful community. When I say a soulful family or a spiritual family, what I mean is a family, a group of people that acknowledge them in a soulful and spiritual way, one that sees them beyond that ego self that we discuss in the story of Manawe, one that sees us beyond our external facade, and one that acknowledges our dreams, our passions, our issues, our questions, our reflection, our inquiry in a way that feels celebrated. Throughout my programs and hosting participants, women from all different parts of the globe, different nationalities, different backgrounds, different ages, I see that everyone have passed, including myself, through this journey or we're still walking it. Even if we find some form of acceptance in our birth family, it takes a while to find that community that will truly acknowledge our soul. Perhaps our birth family loves us very much and wants to show us love and wants to support us, but they just don't understand us. So a little bit of removal from that space for us to find who we are and then if we do want, return to them in a new skin, with a new self, one that have been found and encouraged by our community of swans. In the story, the duck family, the birth family where the ugly duckling is born, is the complete opposite of him, and they really harass him. And of course, in our contemporary lives, that can happen. Fortunately, 
women sometimes are born in families that do not understand them or respect them, and they truly oppress and suppress and hurt and harm this woman. However, that's not always the case. Most of the time, the families do love this child. They just don't fully understand. They're not just, they're not fully equipped to love and respect and encourage that woman in her true path. So in both situations, one that you are not at all understood by the family or one that you are loved, but not fully understood, it's important to remove ourselves from that environment for a while and work in finding our belonging, work in finding ourselves and our true community. If it is a family that loves us, then we can choose to return to them in our own terms later on in life, knowing who we are, knowing our work, knowing our presence in the world, knowing what we want, and then feel celebrated by them. This process of finding ourselves is a process of finding our own power, not power in a way that sounds patriarchal, a power that sounds very masculine and above the other, but power in ourselves, that sense of pure empowerment before the word became a bit banal. And it is when the instinctual and spiritual identity of a woman is acknowledged and accepted by the soulful family, by the soulful community, is when the woman feels this power, this empowerment like never before. It is when women feel that deep, deep courage to manifest what she has always dreamed of. It is when she feels a love that means she is being celebrated for who she is, not for what they want her to be. And this feeling of being who we are, not what others expect us to be, being truly who we are and still be accepted and celebrated is what brings that sense of vitality, of belonging, belonging to our skin, belonging to the community, belonging to the land. I would like to ask you, have you experienced this feeling, this feeling of being in your true skin, this feeling of being yourself with all your scars, with all your wounds, with all your experiences, also all your skills and talents and dreams and desires and being fully accepted? Sometimes women are already in a space where they feel they already nurture a community where they feel this way. However, sometimes they might find themselves in a relationship, in a work environment, in a family that does not encourage this type of feeling of being. But they have experienced a glimpse of this in the past, maybe when they joined a certain workshop or program or retreat, and they were among other women, they could be truly themselves. I would say remember that feeling, bring that to the forefront, use it as an indicator for you to continue on the path of finding yourself, of finding your true community. And as I briefly pointed out here, when we talk about the ugly ducklings family, the family of ducks in the beginning that harass him, it's not necessarily only our birth family. 
We might come from a birth family that loves us unconditionally and accepts us unconditionally, but then we end up in a work environment that does not, or we end up in a romantic relationship that does not accept us unconditionally, or in a group of friends, or in a school. So the birth family is a symbol for our environment, regardless of what that is. It's a symbol for the culture in its smaller sense and in its wider sense. And it's important to notice as well that the culture can be the values of the outer world, of that community in the outer world, but even more dangerous would be the culture that a woman carries inside her psyche, a culture that does not sustain her own self. This would be a much more dangerous culture to live in because it is also harder to dismantle. And this cruel culture, either in the outer world or within us, is a culture that is constantly making us choose between acceptance or our soul, meaning Or we choose our soul to preserve our soul, to do the things that our soul desire, or we harm our soul and do the things that this culture asks of us. This would be a very, very cruel culture to live in and to carry around within us. So just be aware, perhaps reflect on What kind of communities in the outer world do you participate in? And what kind of expectations and requests do they ask of you? Is it harming your soul or is it encouraging the soul? And what kind of culture are you carrying in your mind? Is it one that harms the soul? Is it one that when the soul says, I need time to rest, I need time to be creative, I need time in nature, I need time in solitude, I need time with movement and dance and music and artistic stimulus? Is it one that says, no, you don't deserve it, this is silly, this is not important, this won't bring you anything? Go back to that work that you were doing before. Numb yourself with the distractions. What kind of culture do you carry inside your mind? What kind of culture do you carry within yourself? From my experience, both personal experience and my professional experience working with women from different settings, we all carry or participate in some level in a cruel culture, which means In some level, we also need to dismantle or remove ourselves from that. And for that, we need our instinctual nature. We need to be the ugly duckling. We need to find ourselves the same strength that the ugly duckling finds. And in the story, the ugly duckling is a symbol for the instinctual nature. It is interesting that he is only a baby, a little duckling when the story begins, showing us that the instinctual nature we carry exists regardless of our initiations, regardless of our growth, meaning a child has it. Of course, through time, through experience, through practice, 
that instinctual nature can become stronger and stronger and stronger like the swans that finally open its wings and can fly above the woods and the orchards. However, even when the swan is a duckling with little instruction, no initiation, no experience in the world because he was just born, he already has that strength and endurance. And he already knows he is not supposed to stay there. That if he stays in that family of ducks that harasses him, there will never be peace for him. And he decides to leave. And that's the ugly duckling as instinctual nature. And we need to be like the duckling. We need to have the courage to leave, to leave our nest, to leave our family, to leave the environment that we know, not knowing what will happen next. We need to have the courage to enter into the state of exile. Exile is never easy. It is a life and death situation. But there are gifts that come from exile. Remembering, and I would like to make a disclaimer here, that while we are in our exile phase, in a phase where we are searching for our belongings, searching for ourselves and our community, we might end up in many wrong places. We might knock in many doors, and we should. We should knock in those doors. We need to put ourselves out there to live certain experiences and try and through trial and error find ourselves. But we need to be careful not to settle in another wrong family. We need to be careful that while we are in exile, we are in some sense looking for love. And to look for love in all the wrong places can be very dangerous, can be very detrimental, can be very harming to our soul. So remembering that if you find yourself in a phase of exile, if you find yourself in the search for your community, but not there yet, have not found your community yet, do not settle for the wrong one. The road of exile is long and it can be very painful, filled with difficult moments, and especially filled with loneliness. But remember the promise of this myth. You will find your family. You will find the family of swans. And for those who are in your exile phase, you are not alone. So many of us are walking this path. In the next episode of our podcast, I'll share with you a little bit of the archetypes of the mother that we see in The Ugly Duckling, the collapsed mother, the ambivalent mother. And on the following episode, we will look at the survival archetype, the one that we tend to use while we are going through our exile phase, which is very clearly a phase of survival and how to surpass that phase and enter our thriving space. I hope you enjoyed this brief reflection on the first element of the Ugly Duckling story. And I invite you to share with me your thoughts through my Instagram at Woman in Mythology or through my website, womanandmythology.com. Until the next episode, I wish you the strength to keep on your journey and not settle for any community that does not fully accept your swan soul.